Harper. What's you? What are you doing in there? Oh, um, you know, I was noticing that this window cover they put up. Um, I know it's just temporary, but it didn't look like it was secured very well. So I just popped in to try and fix it up a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. I just, um, I didn't hear you come in, you know, up at the, the, at the front door. I was up there just a minute ago. Didn't, uh, didn't see a slip in. Did you swipe in with your card? No, actually. Uh, I think the something must have had the door, like, slightly, uh, cracked open. I was able to come in without swiping at all. I made sure to close it more securely behind me, though. All right. Uh, roll to manipulate someone. Yeah, that's fair. I was really like, are you just gonna let me just, like, spin lies forever before, uh, I have to, like, actually have her believe me? This is fine. This is fine. Alright, which are the good ones? You two. Yeah, that is gonna be a 12. I'm super convincing. She looks kind of dubious at first, but then seems to kind of relax a little bit. At least about you. She still seems kind of on edge about something. So, um, so uh, did you, did you find what you were looking for? Oh, you know, I, I guess the reason why they did such a flimsy uh, cover up is I can't really seem to find any other better materials to cover it with. So do you know when they're um coming in to get that fixed? Uh, you know, truthfully, I, I don't, um, I was hoping maybe I could ask some people when they, you know, came in for the, uh, um, seminar over in the other building there, but you know, I guess it's, it's opals only or something like that. Oh yeah. I hear ya. Well, um, I mean, I guess maybe we can just, uh, put a fresh cover over it maybe. And, um, you know, is there, is there anything else I can help you with before I, uh, get out of your hair for the night? Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Harper, when you were, um, in here cleaning up, um, earlier today, um, you didn't happen to see a, uh, like, like a, a, a stray bottle of, um, uh, pills anywhere. Did you? Medication? Any supplements? Uh, uh, no, I didn't run into anything like that at all. Oh, you know, yeah, sorry. I'm just, um, I'm here just doing some late inventory and, uh, you know, there's just one that, um, that I found when I was cleaning up and it's gone now. And it's, you know, wasn't sure what had happened to that. Gosh, um, maybe someone, uh, you know, used it in one of the, uh, one of the um, seminars and just forgot to mark it off when they grabbed it out of inventory, you know, like sometimes with a rush with these things. So um, I bet if you like ask tomorrow, someone will probably know where, what happened to it. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, you, um, Hey, listen, Harper, mm-hmm. um, do you mind if I just, do you, do you mind if I ask you a favor? I know I've already asked you, you know, for so much today. Not at all. Go for it. Um, you know, I know, like I said, you know, you, you know, clock, clock, a full shift, um, you know, helped me clean up earlier today. Um, you know, and, and hey, I really appreciate, um, you coming out here to check on that window and everything. Um, but 
do you mind um not mentioning to anybody that uh that I was up here? Oh. Um sh- sure. Um they you uh weren't on the shift for now? Uh no, you know, I just kind of like you um you know, you decided you want to check up on the window. Uh I just, you know, decided that I wanted to kind of get a get a head start on some of the inventory, but you know how they are with the hours and the overtime this time of year, especially mm-hmm. in the off season. Um, so, you know, I was just hoping, you know, that, you know, they wouldn't find out that I was, uh, you know, putting in any of that um, uh, unauthorized OT. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, I totally get it. So, um, well, um, I guess in that case, I'll just, uh, head on out for the night yeah sure thank thanks harper appreciate it all right well um good night daphne uh good night harper uh, namaste namaste <laughs> uh harper is going to head to her car and i think she is gonna hesitate for a minute on whether at this point she wants to go home or whether she wants to keep poking around. Can I try reading a bad situation to see if I can't glean anything else worth checking out before I give up and go home for the night? Sure, go for it. Cool. Whoops. Well, we're not using that dice anymore. Oh, we're definitely not using these dice anymore. So that's only a six. So oh, go ahead and mark experience. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <gasps> and that means I'm ready to level up. Yay. So after at the end of this, I get a uh, an advance, right? I'm not just going to do an improvement mid-session. Uh, yeah, we'll do that at the end of the session. Yeah. All right. So, so while Harper is... I guess sort of maybe kind of keeping an eye on the uh, building you were just in, looking for signs of activity as to what Daphne is doing or whether Daphne leaves anytime soon so that you're clear to keep poking around. You uh, neglect to keep an eye on your rear view that faces the building in which the Opal's only seminar is going in, and you glance back just in time to see uh, a number of people crossing the parking lot to their cars that are parked uh all around yours i'm gonna leave you're just gonna you're just gonna go ahead and uh and pull out draw attention to yourself you're gonna slip down okay fair you're gonna slip down in the front seat of the car nope no one notices me <laughs> This is fine. This is fine. I'm totally in control of this situation. The viewers at home, you, you can't see Brendan's face right now, but he looks very, very happy about this entire term of events. <laughs> Such a shit-eating grin. Like checking his notes and just like casually, okay. <laughs> it's very good. You slump down in your car, in your front seat, uh... Put it all the way back. Sure, do your best to lie down. Uh, get out of the line of sight, and you hear a number of people get into their cars. Engines start up, and they pull out and away. 
you are just about ready to peek your head up to see if the coast is clear when you notice two figures standing directly in front of your vehicle. Are they looking at me or do they seem to just be having a conversation amongst themselves? They seem to be having a conversation with one another right in front of your car. Can I... Huh. Sorry, I suddenly realized I'm supposed to have another spooky move that I never checked off on my sheet. This is fine. This is fine. I haven't played most of this game already with oh, a, a thing I could have been doing. Um, What would I roll to see if I can't hear what they're saying? Is that also going to be read a bad situation or, I mean, investigate or read a bad situation? It's the same skills slot but i will say uh you are able to discern snippets of the conversation um but not not the whole part of it um you sure. could try and um use magic to project your senses out farther and be able to get a better sense of the situation um with any complications that may entail or or yeah. you could or if you want you could also just listen to what you are able to hear from your current position that is also an option no if i don't need a specific move to be able to use magic in that way i absolutely want to try using my magic in that way and just like check in with my my extra senses that i've got i got a 5 this is not Harper should not strike out on her own. She is not, uh, used up all of her cool in that conversation with Daphne, and now she's a fucking wreck. All right. Well, you are really focusing in on this conversation, and you're able to sort of tune in to at least one half of the conversation, though the other you can't make out. Have we located Mr. Howard yet? We need to find him before anyone else does, or at least recover him if he's taken a turn for the worse. I don't want this lapse in judgment on your part to turn into a scandal that compromises our work here. We already had an incident near the Woodland Frontier facility the other night. No, it's still sealed, and I'd like to keep it that way. We're not ready yet. Did you at least recover the fathom from the clinic? Good. You may yet get your sapphire. Call me as soon as you know anything. Use the burner. Namaste. And it's around that time that they break up and begin going their separate ways. You think you have just about heard them get to their respective vehicles when there is a tap on your window. I I glance in the direction of the tapping. There is an older gentleman uh, looking at you somewhat concerned through the window of your vehicle. Uh, do I recognize this gentleman? You have seen him around before. He is Dr. Weston, you think. 
And I know who Dr. Weston is. Yes. Dr. Weston is uh, one of the physicians on staff here at the resort. Uh, fairly high level to your knowledge. You don't tend to see him mixing among the rest of the staff very often. You usually only see him at large events um, or as a, a keynote speaker of some kind. Gonna gonna sit up and uh, do a little do a little wave at him and then uh, open the door and be like hi um gosh uh what what are you doing here uh, uh miss caldwell are you feeling quite all right oh uh yeah you know i just um had stopped by uh to you know look at make sure that the window covering in that room i cleaned up earlier today looked all right from uh from the outside. I was just so tired. Uh, I've been working on this school project all day. I thought, I thought it'd be better to take a nap before I try to drive home. You know, don't want to fall asleep behind the wheel. That would be bad. Oh, of course so. not. No, no, we, we can't have you sleep deprived. Not, not before your, uh, amethyst test. Right. Of course. Uh, wouldn't want anything to go wrong before that. Oh, no, indeed. I, I honestly don't think you have anything to worry about. I saw the results of your most recent screening. Very impressive. Oh, great. That's great to hear. Well, um, in that case, uh, I'm feeling so much better. Um, I think I'm just going to try and drive home, um, you know, get home, get a real good night's sleep. Oh, of course. I, I, I didn't mean to delay you. I just wanted to make sure you were feeling all right. Oh, um, uh, out of... Out of curiosity, Miss Caldwell, um, was there anyone else um, doing any late work here at the facility? Uh, not that I saw from uh, from outside here, but um, you know, I didn't uh, didn't really look around that much. To be fair, <laughs> oh, I was just curious if I should check in on anyone else while I was here before I uh, closed up shop for the night. Oh, going into lockup, are you? Uh, yes, it seemed the uh, the responsible thing to do. I didn't realize that, uh, you know, everything hadn't already been turned down for the night. But um, oh, I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to suggest that uh, the staff is anything less than superb. I just like to take a jaunt around the grounds occasionally. It's uh, a little constitutional of mine. Gotcha. Harper is going to, like, glance, casually glance around the parking lot to see if it looks like there's any other cars, like Daphne's car is still here. There are still a couple of cars in the parking lot besides your own. Well, good luck, Daphne, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, uh, <laughs> gonna, um, Harper... Harper is going to, like, pop out of the car and be like, oh, well, let me uh, walk with you to um, make sure everything's uh, all ship-shape then. A quick walk might uh, wake me up some more. Do me good. Oh, uh, I don't want to keep you, Miss Caldwell. Uh, please, drive safe. Um, uh, all right. Um, have a good night, Dr. Weston. And you as well. Harper's going to... Fire up the car and uh, drive out. Good luck, Daphne. Feels so cold-hearted. Anytime. It's science. 
you don't die. That's a win. It's <laughs> you won. Daphne may be dead. Yeah, no doubt. I don't really think that's the the type of behavior an amethyst uh, would would do. To be fair, an amethyst wouldn't be creeping around uh, the resort at night because she thinks that someone murdered people there. And you know, it is it is just that sort of suspicious thinking that uh, keeps you from getting clear. Damn it! Mm. Fair. Trust the plan. <laughs> if only you could trust more. In the, you know... Look, an amethyst doesn't have to suspect. (laughs) They just know, because they're committing the murders. First-hand source. Your your psychic knowledge should have told you that you can absolutely trust the cult. Uh, Obviously. Like, you know, if you were actually... Yeah, well, none of this peanut gallery is here, so y'all can shove it. Hear hear their comments through the astral plane. You can hear our voices mocking you as you drive. You've internalized it now. So, we pick up the next morning with Stan. Okay, alright. So, Stan wakes up from this horrible nightmare in which he was the attacker. Like, ripping someone apart, right? You don't recall uh, ripping someone apart, per se, but definitely um, pounced on someone. I think that Stan wakes up kind of a little, like, upset. Because, you know, Stan's a helpful guy. He doesn't like her. He doesn't ever. I mean, he's kind of a squirrel in a fight. Like, if you've ever seen a squirrel get really angry and just, like, ravage someone, that's Stan. He's, like, of small stature, kind of slight, but, you know. You know, I, I don't think I've ever seen that, but I'll take your word for it. Oh, my God. You haven't seen a DC squirrel get angry because you approached them too closely? Like, it's basically, like, yeah, you you, you don't you don't mess with a DC squirrel. <laughs> like, um... Not that Stan's from DC, but anyways, Stan, um, wakes up a little upset, but, you know, shakes it off, kind of like tries to, to go through his morning routine. Um, he's got to go, it's kind of early, super early actually, cause he's, he's going to go try to like drop off the car so that, you know, they're not stranded at the hospital and then he's going to meet up with. Harper and, and everybody else, whoever else wants to wanted to come. So you come downstairs, and you you've done you've done your morning ritual, and you're just about ready to uh, grab a pop tart and head out the door. When you come across your dad sitting at the kitchen table, drinking his coffee. Hey, Dad, what's going on? Uh, hey, sport. You uh, you got a chance to sit down and talk? Uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta go drop off uh a, my friend's car she wasn't able to drive it home so but yeah like i got a, i got a couple minutes hold on and i'll like pop my my adderall and go ahead and grab a cup of coffee which you should not do children don't do that and sit down with my dad <laughs> yeah um i just wanted to talk to you because um i mean you mentioned bringing your friend's car back in it's one with the busted uh busted window out front yeah uh they they had some trouble with some some rabid dogs, and uh, Clara called me. Um, she and her grandma were not feeling right, so I took them to the hospital. And uh, my friend Harper drove my car home. She's going to meet me this morning, and we're going to trade off. But yeah, it was it was a weird night. I was going to call you, but there wasn't signal out there. Yeah, um, 
that's kind of what I'm trying to put together here. So, um, kind of walk me through last night. Cause, um, well, I guess let me start here. Wild, wild dogs, uh, busted out that back window. I mean, that's the only thing I can think it was like, there was, there was a tree branch actually for the back window, but there was a, there was a dog that jumped on the front of the car. Uh, so yeah, it was a, it was a little weird. They were, it was almost like they were hunting Clara and her grandma and, uh, and her grandma was having an asthma attack. And like, you know, I kept, I just kept thinking of my friend back in California. You remember the one who his mom, like constantly had him carrying his inhaler because he would have this horrible asthma attacks and just like, it was really stressful. And, uh, yeah, I didn't, and sleep great, but I mean, like I got Clara and her grandma to the hospital and it was, I, yeah, uh, somebody filed a, a, a non-emergency report about it. Cause we were like, we can't just let those dogs go. You know, I don't even know what's going on with that, but, um, Clara just told me to come back and pick them up in the morning. Cause you know, after you spend the night in the hospital, you're not going to want to drive yourself home. So the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Marianne down at um, Dispatch said that you um, called in for a wellness check on an Adam Hatfield. Yeah, uh, he lives out there, and I guess he he saw something like that too. Claire was telling me about it when I was getting ready to head home, and she couldn't get a hold of him anymore. So I, uh, yeah, I, I called in about it because it was. I don't even know what time it was anymore at that point. And, you know, with the window out and it was a weird car and like, you know, I figured at that point, somebody else must've reported those dogs and y'all have like the trank guns. And cause there's, I don't, I don't know. I just, it, she sounded worried and it's better to check. You know, you always said it's better to say something than to ignore it. Yeah. And I mean, I appreciate you doing that. It just, you, so you think this is, they're related to those wild dogs somehow. They both ran into them. I don't know. That was, that was Clara. She wasn't making a lot of sense, but she was worried about him and he wasn't now, picking up. None of this. None of this is making a lot of sense. Um, look, sport. I got a I level with you. Um, Adam Hatfield. Um, he's uh, he's missing right now. Since when? had uh, an officer swing over to do that wellness check you called in last night and uh, he wasn't there and um, nobody's heard from him in the last several hours. Probably shouldn't be mentioning this, but um, his place was um, in kind of a state just, uh, you know, window busted in stuff rearranged kind of weird. Weird. Like how? See, Unfortunately, it's not really something I can talk about, but see, uh, according to Adam's folks, uh, he's got bipolar and, uh, they were saying they're afraid he may have, uh, gone off his meds. And I was wondering if you knew no, anything I mean, that you're no, not telling Clara, me. Clara was talking to him before she couldn't get a hold of him and he sounded normal, but he said he saw the dogs and then the the line cut out and uh, I guess signals not great where he was either. And uh, that's why she asked me to check on him. Like, is he, he lived with his parents and they they weren't home. 
No, he um he's got a place on his own. All right. I mean, I'll I'll ask Clara about it. But I I mean, I I don't know. Like I I've never even really met him. They uh Clara was telling me that they hung out a couple times recently. Um and then she told me she called him from the hospital to check on him. And uh yeah, I don't I don't know that. Like that's I hope he's all right. I should have just driven by when I went home. I should have done that. No, no. Like that's, you know, that's fine. I don't want you getting mixed up in whatever's going on here. I don't want you mixed up in anything, really. I mean, you know, something's going on. You can talk to me, right? I mean, yeah, I absolutely. Like I, this whole town's just kind of weird. Like the way people act about stuff but i mean like uh i haven't the first weird thing that's happened to me is the dogs and i don't even know what that is you know like maybe they weren't even wild maybe they were like attack dogs or something like maybe somebody brought them but because they did they were real focused you know what i mean maybe someone's uh breeding pit bulls or something up there in the holler i don't know i don't know but it was real weird and i just clara and her grandma were not safe so I just wanted them to get out of there. <sighs> that really sucks. I don't know what I'm going to tell her about Adam. Uh, well, tell you what, um, I'm going to uh, probably get in touch with Clara and her uh, grandma, get a statement. Um, since you said that she knows Adam better than you do. It just, um, you know, when, when I got the call about it, and then I heard that you were the one who called in the wellness check and then I get home and I see you got a, strange car in here with the wind back window busted out. You know, I just want to make sure that you're, you know, I don't know, being safe. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, honestly, I I was just doing a school project with a, a lab group before Clara called. And I mean, you know, what are you going to do when somebody calls and says there's weird dogs and she needs help getting her grandma out? You're going to go, you know, I tried to call you all, but there wasn't signal up there. What am I going to do? Just sit around on my thumbs, even though I can't contact you? Like, no, I'm not. No. And I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't want this to come off like I'm like I'm mad at you or something. I just, it's all just very weird. And if you're mixed up in it, you know, that's, you know, I'm worried about you. No, I mean, that I, I would absolutely tell you. Uh, it, like as soon as I knew something was going on for sure, like I would, I would tell you, like, you know, I don't want you to be in danger either. You know, it, you're all I got. Tell you what, you know, you get any other, you know, calls or anything about uh, these dogs or anything like tell you what you let me know first. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely try. Like, like I said, like, I don't know if it's our signal and like our, our contract or whatever, but like. I've not been having great luck up here. Like the school seems to be the only place I can really get a good signal. I'll tell you what, I, I'm not going to keep you anymore. Like, you know, Hey, you should go, um, Claire's car back to her. Um, you know, got your school project or whatever that you're working on. I'll tell you what, I don't know if I'll be home for dinner tonight, but, um, let's, uh, we should do something. Uh, you know, take a, take a trip. Like we used to, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah. No worries. That I mean, I haven't burned the house down yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, don't tell me these things. <laughs> That's why we have the fire extinguisher. All right, 
I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go uh, get Claire's car back to her and make sure her, she and her grandma get home safe. Right. All right. So it so- sounds good. Hey, you can take take something else for breakfast with you besides just that pop tart. But it's a breakfast food. I just like grab a pepperoni roll or something. A pepperoni roll. I mean, no, come on. It's you know. The, you, you, how long That's have we lived here? That's a breakfast food to you? Uh, you know what? How, how I don't want to hear how it. Long... I, I've seen the donuts that they have at the station, all right? I don't want to hear it. How like, long How long have we lived here now and you haven't learned to get the pepperoni Dad, rolls? You. They're God. They're God's perfect snack food. <laughs> all right. I'm so happy they came back around. This game can't end until every single one of us has had our own conversation just about pepperoni rolls. I mean, why do you think I started the game in the first place? Which, to be clear, are not pizza rolls. By my count, were two conversations from Endgame. <laughs> 50% of content unlocked. Hell yeah. It's an achievement. So, how's Fletcher's morning going? Uh, I think Fletcher's morning is like kind of a breath of fresh air. Um, I think he was pretty burned out and tired of, of pretty much everyone. Uh, last night when he when he retired to his his apartment um he did find out some important information that he's going to share with the group but i think he's gonna sort of take his time about it kind of have a nice morning to himself probably just like make some toast drink some coffee um eventually i think he will reach out to the group text but i also think fletcher's kind of an early riser so everything probably lines up pretty nicely Probably around like nine or ten, he'll text the group chat and and say like, you know, I've 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 got some uh, information. I think we should touch base. All right. Well, does the uh, group reconvene? That text one hundred percent wakes up Eddie, who is just like <coughs> fallen asleep in his computer chair, trying to just stay up all night with all the lights on in his room still. He's not a morning person. He's a creep around in the woods at night person anyway. And so he probably passed out around 3 a.m. And has like the phone just kind of laying on his chest and just gets the text ding vibration. He just like jumps out of his chair, drops his phone, like almost flips backwards. And is like, (sighs) sees the sun's up and is like, okay. And then checks the text, right? On a scale of like, I just watched all the Slenderman videos to like, eh, I had a bad dream. Where, like, is Ed, where's Eddie? Like, um, Eddie's probably around like an eight right now. Cause you have to understand, Eddie has been looking at different lore around this area and he's been chasing stuff. And he's been getting like the shaky cam footage and the like glimpses of the UFOs and has these like crazy theories. But last night was probably the most real it got, especially with him being within mere feet of a doppelganger of himself with no eyes. And then that picture that was just like, hey, here's a reverse photo of you, also fan of the show, was like, nope, nope. That made it so freaking real for him that he is still very curious, but also very nervous now. So is it that he got up close with the supernatural? Or is it that the supernatural looked like him It's part got close? It's weirdly personal now. He can't. It can't be a cute, funny thing. Like, it's incredibly personal. Yeah. How do How do you make an argument about a doppelganger? You. Yeah. I'll meet you there in thirty. 
Sorry, did you say where we were meeting? You know what? I'm gonna get some coffee first. You just get like a string of texts. <laughs> Anybody want coffee? I'll get coffee. Why? Fletcher, you like I tea, right? I'll I get coffee and tea. The thread and just say, why don't we just meet where the coffee is? Sounds good. Drop a pin for the coffee shop in town. Uh, Harper will text Stan and be like, I'll grab you from the hospital and we can go meet them in the coffee place. Presuming that the uh, coffee place is within walking distance of Fletcher's apartment, which it would pretty much have to be for him to suggest it, uh, Fletcher will just start walking to get there. Um, I think he's going to now make a point of, yeah, on on his way out the door, he is going to uh, pick up a walking stick. Um, kind of the, the type that you see, like people who who take hiking seriously tend to carry around with them. Um, it's about, I imagine it's about five feet tall, um, pretty solid, but it is blackened as if it had been sort of struck by lightning or burned. And yeah, he's, he's going to sort of pause on his way out the door, looking at it where it kind of leans against the wall and he's going to grab it on his way out and take it with him. Uh, as he walks to the coffee shop. So Eddie, you know, goes and talks to his mom. He's like, hey, mom, hey, mom I got to borrow the car. I got to go into town for a little bit, uh, meet my friends. You got any uh, any job interviews or anything today? Or like anytime you need a thing back by? Uh, no, no, should be fine. All right. Um, if that changes, give me a call, all right? Hey, Ricky, actually do something today. All right, Ma, I love you. And rolls out and swings by the general store real quick, which is probably like half a block away from a little coffee shop. And he goes in and says, Hey, uh, morning, Grace. How you doing? Uh, Doing right yourself? I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, Ma says she liked the the pizza bites, so uh, I'll come back for some more later. Hey, listen, do you have any uh, anything like uh, like a drive X or like a drive reach or something like that? Like, Like a like a cell phone booster, right? Uh, you know, I think we got one of those kind of like, uh, plug in hotspot kind of things. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how, how good it's going to work out here, but, uh, can I like plug it into a dashboard on the, on the car, a little 12 volt? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of cheap. I don't know if it's going to, you know, do what you want it to, but you know, Hey, give it a shot. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. So appreciate it. He grabs that and like another, uh. Another six package here, wine. All right. And you guys want to all convene at uh, Donnie's? Um, I, you know, I think Fletcher just sort of ordered a cup of coffee. He, you know, is kind of used to the tea jokes, but he's very much a, a coffee drinker. Um, I think probably like his first week in town, he kind of just got it nonstop everywhere he went and was sort of baffled by it. But now is, is you know, move, move past it. But once once everyone is gathered there, he will sort of get straight to business, I think. All right, well, I did a little digging last night, and um, I don't... I mean, to be perfectly honest, it's going to sound absolutely insane. But the quote-unquote dogs that we saw... Did you notice anything strange about them? 
Yeah, they got like a weird light about them. Like glowing or something like that. I mean, there was the snake tongue. Every, everybody saw the snake tongue, right? I, I didn't see yeah. that, but holy shit. <laughs> yeah, there was the, like, they were tasting the air and shit. Like, that That was, uh, that was creepy. I don't like that. I mean, I I didn't see that so much. To be honest with you, the reason they creeped me out so bad was I kind of had a nightmare about them before we ran into them. So like that, that was why I was not about that situation at all, even going in. Okay. I think we should come back to that. Uh, Cause what? And then, but what were you trying to say was weird about the dogs? I don't, I don't think that that was a snake tongue. Exactly. Look, like I said, you're going to have to bear with me on this, but when I was doing some research last night, I did come across something that seemed vaguely familiar. There's, well, there's no way to get around it. There's this fungus. Uh, it's called um, Ophiocordyceps. And what it does is it feeds, it, it a few spores will get inside of a, of a, a tiny insect or something like that, usually an ant. And what it does is it feeds on it from within and multiplies and grows. I heard about this, the zombie uh, yeah, thingy. Yeah, the, the zombie fungus, stuff. exactly. And eventually it grows out of their bodies in these long sort of protrusions that that are sort of this pale white color, almost seem to glow. You think they were fungus dogs? Uh, I don't know. But... You know what? This is no This is no more or less weird than anything else that happened. So I'm willing to go with fungus dogs. I just can't think of really another explanation. I mean, look, there's no evidence to suggest that Ophiocordyceps can affect anything larger than an insect. But... They were unmistakably dogs that were behaving in a distinctly undog-like manner, and they did have things growing out of them. No, that that makes a lot of sense because, like, it's clearly not a dog squatch because there's no such thing, right? But like, fungus clearly. dogs. All right. Well, because a dog squatch would be solo, you know. There's a whole pack of them. Why would it be solo? I mean, like, they hunt in packs, right? Dog Dogs hunt in packs. Why wouldn't a dog squash? That's, Let's I'm move sorry, that wasn't the dog point, squash, was shall we? You no. Were, <laughs> yeah, okay. There's, like, a five-minute aside that, like, Eddie just yells about this entire thing. It's like, here's why they're solo, and they're sad because of it. So, fungus, fungus dogs make sense. Yeah, all right. And then the glow makes sense, yeah. Okay, but... So, those fungus, they only go after, like... A type of ant, right? Like they only go after like or like a specific insect or something. These totally passed by Eddie, and they went right for Harper. That's true. They they just yeah they just let me be. Hey Harper, are you carrying any like uh? Did you have no? We threw the pizza rolls. Um, I mean every why would they go after you? Everything in nature as 
programmed for um, a purpose, right? Now, quadri- uh, Ophio Quadrasets, uh normally, what it does is its purpose is to replicate. It will take an ant to a high point above the rest of the nest, and when it's there, it blooms, and it drops spores on the rest of the nest in order to propagate itself. Now, there's no reason to think that these would be doing something similar necessarily, but I do, if I'm honest, if we are moving ahead with this theory, I do have some concerns that if this strain or what have you is able to infect something the size of a dog, I'm concerned it may also be able to infect something the size of a human being. No, that's a legit concern. Is there are there warning signs for like how to know you're infected or something? Because like those they they got in in the back seat and like you know Eddie and I punched like hit them back out, but like they they were they were there and like you know do we need to be taking like I mean we're 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 jumping to a lot of conclusions based on one thing that I read in a book last night. Um, okay, you're the one that brought it up, though. I would, I, you know. I'm bringing you know. it up. I'm saying if we're going on brain fungus, maybe we protect sure, against brain fungus. I'm not fungus. saying we should go on brain fungus. I'm just saying it's one thing, one possibility that I turned up last night. It's a hypothesis. We will have to get more information if we want to know if it's the correct one. That is the scientific method, and we are lab partners, so... That seems like the way to go. Uh, but Harper, about your dreaming about the fungus dogs. Oh, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things when you join, um, you know, the Delphia Springs Order. Like, you know, sometimes it really just unlocks like other senses and parts of your mind that you just like, because you know, most humans only use like 10% of their brain power or something. So it just really unlocks like a lot more. And like, so yeah, sometimes I'm able to like see things or like sense things that like normal people really can't. Um, but it, it generally actually tends to, um, be proven to be correct eventually. Yeah, out of curiosity, do you buy scratch-offs or anything? (laughs) As if anyone would use their gift for something so, like, beneath them. God, this is about spiritual enlightenment, Eddie. I I understand that, but, like, the Mega Millions is up to 66, 666 million or something crazy like that, right? I mean, it's not Um, like I can really control what I see per se it's more that I'm just open to the universe choosing to share these things with me okay well like keep it in mind next time something gets shared right just punch a couple numbers into a ticket maybe just like think really strongly about some numbers also have you uh dreamed about the weird uh we're going to go with fungus dogs uh, since this. You mean, did I, I like dream about them spiders. last night? Or other dreams about them or other or the there were weird guys, too, right? Eddie said something about weird guys who talked to him and had his face. You you texted about a dude who had your face. Your oh, face. Yeah. No, that was 
But when yeah, I saw like that a... figure in the road, it looked like me. All right. Was there a second figure I missed? Because like I saw a creepy dude standing under a, a spotlight. And when I turned and looked at him, it was me without eyes. And I said he was a fan of the show, which I respect. But at the same time, it was it was freaking terrifying. I'm sorry. You met a creepy monster doppelganger and they told you they were a fan of your show? I don't make the rules. Like, yeah, he said it. And then I ran because, you know. Wow. And you guys think that I'm hard to believe. Okay. I, I, you know what? I've had enough caffeine and so little sleep. I'm actually willing to believe all of these things. Uh, but did your, did your person, you, doppel thingy, uh, talk to you, Harper? Or, uh, no, 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 uh, that, but that was why I ended up veering your car off the road was I, I saw a person in the road and then I realized it was me. Um, and I was trying to avoid hitting whatever that was. And, um, I didn't, I just, I just couldn't stay on the road while avoiding okay, so Two theories. First theory, time travel. Second theory, what was the D word you used? Uh, doppel, doppelies, doppel, doppelins, doppelgangers. Doppelgangers. Doppelganger. Yeah. Doppelgangers? Yeah, that thing. That is not a thing that Eddie has done an episode on yet, but, uh, you know, maybe in the future. We I can mean, all be guest stars. I think we can uh, probably rule out time travel. I mean, if Eddie traveled back in time with his first priority. Yeah, never mind. Yes. <laughs> yes, it would be his first priority <laughs> to say, I am a fan of your show. Yeah. Look, if my show and- ends up like saving someone in the future or like becomes some like John Connor broadcast, I'm good with it. Obviously, but I don't think that's I mean, right. Though. Why? Why wouldn't Harper talk to herself and just be like, "Hey, by the way, weird fungus dogs hunting I mean, you"? Well, uh, you were driving a car rather fast at the moment, weren't you? Well, but it wasn't just then. It was when when we got back up the hill before we started running. We saw them again. We we saw me with with the dogs. That that's when. Eddie was filming. Huh. Wait, did you see anybody but the dogs? Well, Fletcher? I mean, I was a bit, I was a bit when distracted we were at the moment. Yeah, the dog on the hood was really I believe I saw uh, someone with the dogs, but I didn't specifically identify them as being... I mean, not, not when I was in the car with you guys. I mean, when Eddie and I got up the hill from where your car crashed a little bit. Um, what was on the tapes because i don't i mean like yeah i'm I'm super worried about my car and we should worry about uh my dad getting involved with this because i don't want devil dogs to kill him um i'm, I'm, but a, I'm going with fungus phytos i like that a fungus phytos uh, that sounds I'm like an episode right that. there uh the audience really likes alliteration so look that brings me to point number two all right when i i can it makes a great hashtag i can i can break this down for you as we go we can start driving out there they'll meet us but like the bottom line is all the footage of the dogs I got, all the footage of the doppelgangers, gone. The uh, stuff that Harper and I saw out in the cornfield, got that footage. I looked over; it's just an empty field. Same thing with like the top of the top of the road under the spotlight. 
nothing there. Just just the dogs. So I mean, whatever it is doesn't uh, doesn't like video. Claire. Well, okay. So third theory. Uh, Clara and her grandma were acting super weird and out of it, right? Maybe there's a gas leak, like a natural gas leak up there or something happening. And we all just like had sheep squatch on our brain and started seeing things and talking to each other, which fed the other person seeing a thing. Cause okay. Or no, that doesn't explain like, the damage to the car though. They already got exposed to the spores and that's why the dogs were trying to get to them. Yeah. Oh shoot. Uh uh Adam is okay. So uh Clara um friend of Clara who I don't really know but Adam he um I was supposed to check on him so I just called in a wellness check cuz you know better people with guns right after all that stuff than me with the car that's not mine and a broken windshield and stuff. Um it yeah, he's uh, missing, and there's windows broken in, and uh, he he and Clara first ran into the dogs like out in the woods, and yeah, they they were both kind of hunted by the dogs, and now I'm thinking if these if these spore dogs like these fungus dogs, what'd you call them? Fungus phytos. Yeah, like if the if the FFs if they were hunting like a certain type of person, whatever it is, like maybe Adam and Clara have it, like just like Harper does. Like maybe they need specific people or specific traits or something. I don't know why they would go from dogs though to like people with specific traits. Like, dude, there's so many dogs, like we really need to start spaying neutering like dogs. It's really bad. Why don't we why don't we go get the car and then uh from there we can actually go back to Clara's place, try and check it out during the day, see if there's anything that'll help us out, right? Um is there a place in town we could buy gas masks? There is one hundred percent a place in town you can buy gas cool. masks. There is a, a thrift shop slash uh army surplus store in Cavern Springs with a uh distressing amount of uh merchandise yeah, we can go down to the army shop i like going down there they got a lot of cool just stuff but i'm pretty sure they got some gas masks what's an army shop that's like a shop where they sell a bunch of just grab bag army stuff from like you know way back when the modern day and it's kind of like look a lot of it's just like the same kind of stuff you could get at like walmart with like camouflage paint on it but it looks cool can't you buy guns at walmart well, yeah, if you want to drive that far. Can you buy guns at the army store? Yeah, and they got the camo patterns on them. What a country. Sure. Why? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go to that place. Okay, but uh, what are we going to do? Okay, so does everybody have their, like, herb bunches? Yeah. Because um, those, they didn't like those. And, you know, I, I you know, I'm going with the fungal phytos thing but uh i mean you I, chucked I, what was still in clara's car in my car when you hopped in didn't you 
I mean, I gave them out to everybody. Yeah. So if, if everybody just left in the car, then yeah, they're, they're, that's, I have mine in my bag though. So if everybody. No, I still got mine. Yeah. I, I say we bring those and um, maybe figure out what's in them that they don't like. But uh, also while we're at the army store, I might like go across the street to the, uh, the lawn care one and see if maybe there's like something for like uh, fungal sprays or something. So yeah, do we all pile into one car or do uh or are we walking distance from the stores? I think we only have one car. I thought Do we have Harper's car and yeah, I thought uh, Eddie drove here. We have two cars. Fair. It's actually my mom's car, but yeah. Hey, my mom works hard for her stuff, right? I'm not gonna take credit for her accomplishments. She bought a nice car, I'm borrowing it, right? So it's my mom's car. I mean that's fair, but out of character do you want Brendan to do something bad to the car? Absolutely sure not, but that's what's going to happen, and I'm good with it. Yeah, because you keep emphasizing how necessary this car is and how important it is to the functioning of your family. And I just went, this car is my baby, and Brendan was like, it flips. It's it's gone. It didn't flip. Let me, let me tell you a story <laughs> about how, like, look, uh, two years after my mom divorced my piece of shit dad, she got, came, here, <laughs> came here down to West Virginia to start over, and she said, Eddie... You know, this car is the first thing I bought <laughs> on my own after being in this terrible relationship for like 15 years. It explodes. And, and like, oh my God, my family just, all, everyone just, tragedy ensues. stopping at the army store first yeah i think we'll stop there and buy some gas masks (laughs) yeah it is a combination uh army surplus store and thrift store it's got a little bit of everything there at uh um uncle sam's closet is the name they have gas masks there from uh korea vietnam Gulf One, Gulf Two. Uh, they've got a, a and honestly, like a, a perplexing amount of uh, Confederate memorabilia for a state that literally seceded from the Confederacy. I'm just going to put that out there. Also, uh, four VHS copies of Time Cop from the Army. Uh, yeah, go. I think Eddie likes to, you know. On normal days, he'd want to play around with some stuff. We have a lot of stuff to do, though, so he just goes in, uh, goes right up to the counter. It's like, hey, Chase, how you doing? Oh, hey, Eddie, how's it going? Going well, going well, man. Hey, um, I noticed you got some of those uh, older-looking gas masks. You got something, like, new and modern? Uh, I got to get, like, four of them. Four of them? Uh, All right. Uh, where, Where are you going? I'm doing some uh, uh, spelunking, and uh, I read on Reddit that you gotta have like a gas mask for that kind of stuff. No, see, look, you got the the Elo- the Morlocks and the Eloys, right? And so, like the Morlocks, they live underground. See, and what I'm doing is getting prepped for another episode of the podcast, and I'm just gonna start talking this dude deer off uh, about this show. Uh, yeah, Eddie, Eddie, you, 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 Morlocks and Eloy. I mean, you you do know I, I I've read H.G. Wells. Right, and it's based on something. Right. 
Yeah. You think, um, you think someone just came up with something like that, just what, with their imagination? No, he saw some stuff. He wrote it down, and I'm going to confirm it. Uh, look, tell you what. I mean, how, how new are you wanting these gas masks to be? Uh, I'd say he's like, Google a couple things on his phone real quick. A lot, like last 10 years, maybe, and like uh, new filters. Uh, let's see. Tell you what, I mean, I got a. To it, I mean, I can I can kitch you out with a uh, four from Desert Storm if you're really uh, really itch. If you got to go today, no, Chase, that's fine by me. Like the '90s was like ten years ago, so we're good. <laughs> sure does feel like it sometimes. Yep. <laughs> well, hey, also, how much uh, VHS time cop? For you, Eddie, it's on the house. Appreciate it. That's that's a that's our that's our daily deal here at Uncle Sam's Closet. Buy four gas masks, get time cop free. It's a wildly specific sale, but you know I'm not complaining about it. I'm sorry. How many copies of Time Cop do you have? Well, three now. I mean, that's fair. I suppose not many people take advantage of that deal. So, uh, while while we're here, um, you got any like uh, you know that antifungal stuff for like boots and like. Uh, and things that the soldiers use. I mean, I got some, uh, you know, I got some gardening supplies. Yeah, that'll work too. Yeah, like, absolutely. I will not put those in my boots, though. So we should, uh, where, which way? Uh, I mean, I mean, here, now we got, um, here, I got, I think we got, uh, some chemical. We got some, we got some neem oil. We got some rosemary oil. You know, what, what are you, what are you looking for? I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a bit of a gardening enthusiast myself. Cool, cool. Um, so I guess it's a uh, what? It, what? What strain did you call it, uh, Fletcher? It was. Oh, that would be uh, Ophiocordyceps. Right. That. Do you have a uh, the thing he said? Does I'm sorry. Do you say you're, you're talking about the zombie ant fungus? See, I knew everybody knew about this thing. It's not no, just I mean, me who reads Wikipedia. I just mean, I mean, that it's not really native fungus. You, you, got, you got a problem with that in your garden? Yeah, invasive, right? Like those invasive species of things. And uh, yeah. I mean, are you actually seeing zombie ant fungus somewhere? Because, you know, if you see that, you should really, you know, report that to the uh, State Wildlife Board. Um, they're going to want to they're going to want to know about that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, what type of uh, you said rosemary oil with that? Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. Hey, if you want to if you want to go the uh, go the organic route, um, then, yeah, yeah, we got some we got some rosemary oil here. I mean, organic uh you know at this point chemical warfare i feel like uh given the size of the uh infestation whatever you have that will be most effective i personally am open to uh you know like i mean i'm californian so like i will try the organic version first but absolutely let's just do what works you know see i i would be a lot less um distressed and suspicious about your chemical warfare comment if y'all hadn't just bought Four gas masks from Desert Storm. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's a, no, not actual chemical warfare. Uh, no, actually, it, 
the the gas masks are are for that. Uh, but yeah, like it made me think of this because I figured you're not actually going to want to breathe this in when you're doing your gardening, right? I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't. No, that's, I mean, I mean, I have ADD. We, we got, so, we like, got, we got some. Makes jumps, we got some know? N95s too. Maybe a little less expensive than your army grade stuff that you got going on there. But uh, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm not 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 trying to you know not take your money. I'm just a little. Seems curious is all I'm saying. I mean, I know I came in with him, but I'm, I'm buying a different product, so I don't. I don't know. I mean. You're friends with Eddie, so I mean, I kind of assume you're into some kind of weird shit. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's that's fair. Uh, I'm not gonna say that's not fair. I mean, do you listen to the podcast? Oh, big fan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No. So, uh, uh, yeah. Let's try uh, a little bit of everything. We'll just see what works. Yeah. You know. I've and we'll figure it out. Rosemary oil and whatever the other thing you were talking about. Let's 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 give it a shot. All right, so we got uh, here four Desert Storm gas masks. Uh, we got some neem oil. We got some rosemary oil. Uh, we got some chemical fungicide. And then uh, one VHS copy of Time Cop on the house. Ring up your total here. Uh, Eddie, you want me to put this on your tab? You have it. Why, why do you have a tab here? Because sometimes I need equipment, and Chase is uh, pretty good about letting me uh, put it basically on layaway. You know, I'm good for it. Okay, well, I I brought money too, so I I'll just. Oh yeah, if you I'll want just... if you want to pay, you're good to pay. I just I don't yeah, want to put that. I don't want to put that on you. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, like you know, I appreciate the uh, the thing, but yeah, we. No, I appreciate uh, you, Stan. Like this is this would take me like three months to pay off. Like I don't get paid a lot when I do the editing at the. At the college, you know, like they they pay me by uh by the project, not by the hour. And those projects, like you ever watch the tier videos, they're not very good. And like I'm I'm the one who's doing the editing, so like that says something. To the owner Fletcher, Fletcher turns the owner and says, "I, I mean, what what is your business model? I don't understand." <laughs> I so thoroughly appreciate Fletcher just grounded in like, absolute reality. What like, is your business? This model? is completely insane. You you're doing what? <laughs> How dare you be the voice of reason so damn consistently? <laughs> <laughs> so fucking like, good. I mean, I'm just going to assume that this is fairly common in the states, and I'm the one who's you know adjusting to things, and and all of this is. Perfectly normal. I mean, have you ever been to an army surplus, sur- surplus store? I mean, like, this is pretty standard, really. Yeah, no, I can safely say I have not, and perhaps they're all in the habit of extending lines of credit to early 20s <laughs> people who host podcasts about cryptids, but I'm, you know. You know. It's a different world, right? I'm just I'm just, I'm just saying, Fletcher, like, you might be having some culture shock. Sure. Yeah, no, that's that's guy. He uh, sells you the gas masks and the uh, the fungicides, and um, we are equipped now. All right, let's do it. <laughs> yep, let's put on all of this uh, old defunct uh, army gear that I'm sure has been washed thoroughly and is perfectly sanitary, uh, and we can. You know, yeah, let's we'll find some murlocs. Let's do it. 
does uh, Chase uh, move to make any assurances that things have been cleaned well and we have no sanitary concerns? He does not. Good. <laughs> so uh, where are you guys off to next? Uh, get Stan's car. Yeah, you were able to pull Stan's car uh, back onto the road uh, with the help of Lucille and Daryl's truck. Uh, it is dinged up a bit, but uh, is perfectly drivable. Cool. Just like like a little a little bit of superficial body damage for the most part, and just needed to be to be yanked out of the mud pit it found itself in. For admin purposes, that was one hold of my minor celebrity move uh, to get them out there to recover that car. Sweet. So, because I don't want to give the impression that I can just like summon town folk to do my bidding. Like, nah, I, this is very clearly an exchange of like favors owed and passed around. So, uh, one hold spent. Um. Yeah. No. Uh, Stan is super super happy to have his baby back and in one piece. And not in a ditch. And like he kind of like hugs the hood of the car and is just like, I won't ever let anything happen to you again. Probably. All right, where are you guys off to next? Clara's house. Who was this friend that we said we may want to look into? Uh, if we're sort of rolling with this wild infection theory. Uh, so the Adam is, uh, a friend of Clara's and, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, she gave me a pin to his house and I, I used it to make the, the wellness check call. Uh, there might be, uh, sheriff's office people at his place. Cause, uh, when they made the wellness check, that's when they found the window busted open and the place roughed up and kind of rearranged, uh, and and Adam gone. So I mean we we could go by there. I uh that might yeah, there there might be issues with it. I'm all for checking it out. Like there may be something that got missed or overlooked, right? The cops are looking for evidence of crimes, they're not looking for evidence of the supernatural, so like we, we might spot something that uh they just didn't pick up on. Who knows it could help. I mean, is there is there any reason why you would um, get in trouble for being there if there is a wellness check in progress? Like, I, is there any reason why we should be avoiding your father? Well, there, it's, I close? mean, it's not about my dad so much as, like, uh, uh, the active um, potential crime scene slash investigation. Um, that part, I mean, like, I should definitely avoid my dad and everyone will tell him if I show up there. But he, I mean, he doesn't know you guys. So that would be okay. So right? you want us to randomly show up and check this place and possibly get incriminated in this missing person. That is not my idea, but uh, I believe we were asked about, Adam, and then that's where we ended up with the conversation. So here, here we are. I was thinking maybe we we check out where the uh, fungus dogs originally come from. But if you wanna, if you wanna go check out where Adam was, I I would be fine with that too. Like we could also 
do that. Um, but yeah, I figured during the daytime, since it's daytime now and not nighttime, and there's, we should see where they came from. Plus, you know, Harper's here, so bait. Wait, I'm sorry. What? Well, yeah, because, you know, they were super into you the other night, right? I mean, yeah, they, they like, I guess they passed over Eddie for me, but that doesn't necessarily mean, like, they like me best. Maybe it just means they don't like Eddie. Maybe, like, anyone besides Eddie would work, okay? I mean, that's kind of hurtful, but, like, also is what happens. So, like, uh, it's like Fletcher said, we got to test the hypothesis to make sure it's, uh, it's, uh, what, what do you call a hypothesis when you actually, like, test it a bunch? Is there, like, no name for that thing? Are you talking about the scientific method? Well, I don't know. I get the whole process. But, like, what happens when you test the hypothesis and you're like, boom, this is it? Then it's a fuck. Ah, that's the one. All right. I, the, for real, could not fucking remember the word for it. <laughs> I was just desperately searching for someone to help me remember what a fact is <laughs> god 2021's insane i'm good so you guys have a number of potential places that you guys could check out or investigate or follow up on the question is which do you want to go after hey i, I still think one of the best places to go would either be to clara's place or to, to adam's place right um we got to go somewhere where those dogs were or somewhere place, someplace where we can pick up the trail and uh, go from there. All right. So that's what I got. Um, we get there. I got some equipment, right? We can bust it out and uh, maybe we find something we didn't find last night or something the cops didn't find last night. Right. But again, open suggestions. Got a lot of ground to cover. We could split up. I mean, <sighs> Yes? Like, what are we trying to do here? Do we just want to make sure your friend's friend friend is okay? Or, like, are we still doing this just for the class? Like, what? Why are we doing this? We got away from them. Let's just not go back there. And, like, I'm sure we'll be fine. I mean, yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll be okay. We could just, like, go about our day, like, get a pizza and call it good or something. But, like there, there are people actually missing. We can help out. I think we we should try. Like, I don't know how many cops have uh, EMF finders, and I don't know how many cops like have all the the cool. I don't know if they're looking for the right thing. You know, we can point them in the right direction. Just remind me, did the EMF detector do anything last time we tried to use it? Uh yeah, it went crazy. If you want, I can redo the instructions. Yeah, look, look. He holds up the thing. And it's got the little five light bulbs on. He says. Um, okay, uh, while you're figuring that out, here's the thing. Uh, if there's a, a fungus dog infestation, it's a, it's a pretty small town. You know what I mean? Like, I feel, I feel like we're the only ones that saw that. Uh, and I mean, like other than Clara and Adam, Adam who's missing and, you know, Claire was kind of out of it. Like, I don't, I don't know how much anybody's going to believe her. And I think, honestly, like, if we just could find some proof, that would be good. Because, I mean, you said it yourself, your whole mystic 
dream thing is warning you. And that's... Yeah, I had the dream. The thing that I dreamed about happened. We all lived. As far as I'm concerned, that's what it was about. I have other stuff going on that I need to be taking care of, okay? I can't be chasing down every rabid dog in town. But what if the rabid dog chases you down? Like, that's that's the thing I'm worried about. I mean, like, it it's going after certain people, and I, I, we don't even know why, but it was super interested in you, right? And, like, Clara and 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 in Adam and whatever special about you guys, like it, like your nummy treats, you know, num num. And it's going to come after you. And that's kind of scary. And who knows who else it could be nummy treats in this town. There's only so many people and who knows what it'll do with them when it, like I, it could be turning them into fungus people. And then we're all infected. I don't know. But we're the only ones that know about this and no one's actually going to believe us about this. Like I I thought about telling my dad, he was sitting across from me saying, you can tell me anything. And I was like, not this, this is padded rooms and like tranquilizers. And like, this is stuff where I get committed. Like he's not going to believe me. Uh, uh, Stan, a couple things. Uh, One, I do, I do have some footage I can give you that I got some pretty clear footage of the dogs to love the phrase Nami treats, by the way. Uh, I think that's like, let's let's keep uh, let's keep that going. Uh, and then three, Harper, like you said, you got so you got more important things going on. What what could possibly be more important or uh, deserve more of your attention than like this whole situation? I mean, it's it's Delphia Springs stuff, okay? It's it's not really for uh outsiders okay i was about to say if we promised to help uh would that help but i guess not um can, can we help because there's a lot going on and like i'd like to help you with your stuff but you know we gotta we gotta at least stick together and get th- get through this first fine so if we go look for clues that the cops missed at your friend's place who was missing Will that be good? Can we call it good then? We've done what we could. I mean, we are throwing around a lot of theories. We're operating on a few of them as if they are proven true, which they are certainly not. So the only way to know for sure what we're dealing with would be to get a close look at one of them, ideally under contained circumstances. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say that we should go seeking that out, but whatever information we can find... And whatever access we can get, gets us that much closer to knowing exactly what it is we're dealing with. And that is important to know why people who have had contact with these creatures are acting differently than they were. Do I think that's important? This is someone who has been acting strangely, isn't it, Adam? I mean, he saw the dogs with Clara and, you know, he... he he saw them that night and told her and then his phone cut out, which sounds a lot like what happened when Clara called me. And I mean, I know my dad said like he, he's bipolar and they think he may might have gone off his meds, but I don't know. It just sounds like he had the same thing happen to him that Clara did and that, that we did, which was 
run into these dogs and it sounds crazy, right? Like who's, who's going to think, oh yeah, you're absolutely right. There are weird fungus dogs with whippy tongues and they're trying to eat you because you're a Nami treat. Like no one's going to think that they're going to be like, oh man, Adam, you're off your meds. Like, and that definitely sounds like it happened to the poor guy. And now he's missing. I just think, I think, I think we're the only ones that know this is happening right now. And I don't think if I tell anybody or if we tell anybody, anyone's going to believe us. So to me, we're the only ones who actually know what could have happened to Adam. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I can't just do nothing. I think it's a place to start if we're committed to trying to figure out exactly what's going on here. Yeah. But it is going to be dangerous. No, I mean, let Stan said it. I mean, let's let's go, right? Yeah. More time we waste, the uh, more dangerous it's going to get. Fine, Sorry. let's. Didn't mean to cut you off. Let's do this. Let's go check it out. If that's what it's going to take for you to drop this. Appreciate you. Appreciate you coming around on this one. Well, apparently, I have to because I'm bait. I mean. Nummy treat sounds better. So you guys are going over to Adam's place? Sounds like that is the consensus. Indeed. Yeah, I think that's the, the plan. You drive over to the outskirts of town. It's not quite as far out as Clara's place is, but still far enough away that... um. There's a good bit of space between Adam's place and his neighbors. Um, You can see like you can see a next door neighbor to either side from the front porch of the house, but just barely. As you pull up, uh, you don't see any um, squad cars or anything in the vicinity. Okay. Uh, Wow. Maybe they really just thought he he disappeared. Uh yeah, okay. Uh let's I guess let's go check this out. Alright. I think Eddie gets out of the car and does what he did the other night, hands out the small little hand cameras to people. And just says, Hey, just uh just keep them on, keep them you know pointed around, and uh, I can go through the footage later if you pick up something. Um, let's, let's take a look. You want to, you want to knock on the, we should go knock on the door stand or what? I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, actually let's, let's walk around out here. Like, I don't know anything, like literally anything about tracking, but like those dogs had, I mean, the, the fungus phytos, right? Yep. FFs. Yeah. All right. So, uh, they definitely had, uh, big feet though. Cause like, I remember sort of like, you know, when I was screaming, there was kind of that claw and it was coming down the windshield. That was big. And I don't know if that was just my impression, but I, I think it was pretty big. So maybe there's tracks is, is my point. No, that makes a lot of sense. Cause like the one time I went to a boy scout meeting, the scoutmaster said the bigger the paws, the bigger the claws. And like, it's just a danger thing, you know? So like if there's big paws... Ah, uh, yeah, we should keep an eye out for that. For the love of God. 
just saying that like if there's tracks definitely they were here you know and then we know what happened to adam and he got nummy treated look i'm sorry okay like our my boy scout troop in the middle of newark new jersey didn't have a lot of nature to mess around with guy did his best all right so you are investigating around sort of the exterior of the house yeah all right, uh, kind of what are you looking for exactly besides tracks? Um, damage, any type, yeah, blood, just anything like that would suggest a, a struggle. Yeah. You don't see much exterior damage to the house. The only damage you see is one window that has been broken uh, and a... Uh, plastic covering has been hung up over it. There is also a posted notice on all of the doors. There's a front door and a back door. It has a posted notice uh, from the sheriff's department. It indicates that it is basically a potential crime scene. You look around and you don't see any tracks, per se. There is definitely some some scratching in the grass, it looks like. The one thing that is odd is these patches of, of white dust or almost kind of like Kind of like dandelion fuzz. Are you guys seeing this? You ever seen this before? No, not that I can remember. Um, I'm going to go check it out on the other side of the house, see if there's anything over there. Stan's going to uh, bend down and take some of the rosemary oil concoction that's given. And uh, just drip a little bit on the fuzz stuff, see if anything happens. Almost kind of, at least under the any sort of fluid that you're pouring out, it almost kind of kind of melts away. Um, this it's this sort of kind of very peach fuzz gossamer covering that kind of clings to the grass and almost blows away bit by bit in a passing breeze. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um how familiar is this house to Stan's dream? You do have a certain sense of, of deja vu, of familiarity. It's hard to recall the specific details of the house from your dream, but you do have this, this feeling upon coming here let, that, that you've done this before. Okay. Hey, uh, Harper, uh, I don't even know how to ask this, but, like, any, get any, like, crystally feelings, or? I mean, nothing is jumping out at me, but let me see if I can take a moment and center myself and see if anything happens, okay? Since I know this is important to you. I appreciate you, Harper. Uh, so yeah, I want to try and 
extend my senses and use magic to uh, try and see if I can sense anything. Um, uh, Fletcher was going to try to do the same thing around the other side of the house for what it's okay. worth. Okay, uh, well, let's, let's do Fletcher first. So Fletcher has his walking stick with him now, um, and I'm gonna, once I'm out of sight of the rest of the group, uh, he's going to kneel down a little bit, uh, muttering to himself quietly, and he's kind of going to, like, scoop up some of the dirt, some, some mud, ideally, and he's going to kind of streak that across each eyelid while he's sort of doing this, this muttering. He's casting a spell, obviously, but he's doing it out of sight of the rest of the group. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to try to um, observe another time or place. Okay. I'm going to try to see what happened here recently. Okay, I got an eight. Uh, so I choose my effect and a glitch. My effect is going to be uh, observing another place or time. My glitch is going to be, let's say the effect is of short duration. You kneel down and rub this mud over your eyes and you are in darkness for a moment. And when you open them, it is night. And you are looking up at the house from behind on your side of it. And you hear the screen door shut. And someone walks out of the front of the house and into the woods. Then you blink and you are once again where you are kneeling. Okay. And I couldn't make out any details about this person. It was dark and you were seeing them from behind, but it did, you would guess, look like a young man. Okay. Um, yeah, we can do Harper's thing, but I'm going to, I'm going to approach the group and let them know that I, I found some tracks that lead off towards the woods. All right, Harper, uh, what's your thing? So I'm going to try, I'm actually really focusing on this, this fluff in front of me in particular, and just sort of trying to um, really see if I can't sense anything about it that we're not getting just from casual observation. And I'm going to extend my senses, aka use magic to do so. Uh, so that is going to be a seven. So it works imperfectly. Um, and I am going to do the one thing that is beyond human limitation. So basically I'm going to, you know, use my magic senses to sort of pick something up about this fluff that I can't um, sense normally. But I have to have a glitch that goes with it. Let's go with has a problematic side effect. You get to decide what that looks like. 
You look down at one of these patches of gossamer snow almost and try to reach out to it with your mind. As you do, you almost see it visibly react. You see it sort of, it it blows away in a breeze that you don't feel and sort of hovers around you like you're in this suspended snow globe before it gently falls back to earth. And you have this feeling of being connected to something greater. You can almost feel these droplets all around you, suspended in the air like mist. And like you could follow each of these, each of these particles in a line through the air and follow them anywhere. And you sort of feel this tugging, this gentle tide drawing you in a particular direction out into the forest. You don't see exactly where it's going, but it's almost like your your mind wanders into this daydream of the forest. And you're somewhere far, far away. There is the feeling of, of isolation, of desolation. There are overgrown wrecks of cars and dilapidated buildings place reclaimed by nature and you turn around and you see directly opposite you in this place a figure tall and gaunt and desiccated pale, pallid skin covered in this layer of of woolly mold, veins throbbing out of its dried skin, but breaking away at odd right angles, almost in in a sort of labyrinth or circuit board pattern and you were drawn upwards to these two protrusions from its cracked skull that twist into almost the shape of a of a spiral or a horn And you get the sense as you look at its white cataract eyes that though it doesn't see the world around it, 
it sees you. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so am I like, uh, I like, but like, do I like open and I'm like fully conscious, like myself or? Yep. yep. You are, you are back in the backyard. Uh, uh um, don't touch that. I, I don't think that's good. Um, I think we should leave. I think we should go. I think we've, uh, well, we're, we're, you know what? What? That, no, we, there's nothing. We just got here. Mm, mm, there's something uh, in the woods and it's not good. And I personally don't want to know it any better. Um, I think we're good. How well do you know it now? What? I don't, but we just got here. What did you, what, what happened? Eddie, your cell phone rings. Uh, um, Harper, what'd you say? Hold on, oh, damn it. Hold on, hold on a second. Hello? Uh, hey, hey, Eddie. Uh, hope I'm not catching you at a bad time. Um, this is, uh, Bill, Bill Dorsey from, uh, we had, we had that, uh, conversation on the phone to put me on speaker. Yeah, the Bill. The other day. Bill, good to hear, good to hear from you, man. I was always, always like hearing from a fan. Um, what's up? Uh, well, so I, would, you know, I was just wondering uh, if you were still interested in uh, checking out that, um, you know, that 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 sheep squatch footage that I was talking about um, from a trail cams and uh, checking out or anything up around uh, the farm. Not, I'd love to come down and uh, and check that out. We had a, a small incident with uh, with our car last night, so I had to get some repairs done. Uh, long story, but I'm, I'm sorry to have left you kind of hanging like that. Yeah, uh, no problem. Would you be interested in coming out today? Like, uh, are you free right now? Hey, like, looks at his watch. I could try and do something later tonight, but uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm could you, I mean, I just uh, only reason why I bring it up is because, um, yeah, that uh, that sheep squatch I, I told you about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's back. Cryptid Community College is a Live from the Apocalypse production. Our audio producers are Aaron Daggermanjan and Brendan Sherlock. Soundtrack provided by Matan Uchen. Find them on Twitter at SadTitled. You can follow the show, as well as our other productions, at Live from the Apoc on Twitter, at Live from the Apocalypse on Instagram, and on twitch.tv slash Live from the Apocalypse. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share it with your friends. A big thank you to everyone for listening, and we'll see you next class.